everybody. Hello. We're welcoming you to Let's Get Real, baby. Let's get let's get honest. Let's be genuine. Let's show a side to us that nobody has ever seen. Because I'm quickly learning that people would rather not be honest. Mm. And <laughs> and not be truthful, not even intentionally to harm people, but because they just aren't even self-aware themselves or they just are uneducated, you know? Or they're, they're narcissists. Or they're narcissists. Okay. <laughs> or they're pathological liars. Yeah. I don't know. Or Here they're insecure. Or they're insecure. Or they don't have communication skills, or they to be honest. Or they don't have communication we could, skills. We could go off on a tangent on why people aren't honest, but this whole reason we started this podcast is just to get just to geel, just to get as honest <laughs> as we can get and real with yeah. anyone like our age, older, younger. Totally. I, I think we're very relatable and we're, we're too honest. We I are way like. too honest. I think I think at the end of the day, guys, um well first let's introduce ourselves. Okay. Hi, my name's Jasmine. Hi Jasmine. I'm Sky. Oh, it's so good to meet you. <laughs> so nice to have you on. So cool that you decided to start a podcast you with me. You too. So what, what was the intention behind that? Well, I do want to give a little backstory. Um, for those of you that are new, um, hello, welcome. You are now listening to Let's Get Real. But for those of you that who already know who I am and through me know who Diamond is, I'm gonna be calling her Diamond, but she does go by Sky. For clarity, my name is Diamond Sky. It's a whole first name. I grew up being identified as Diamond through friends, but my family has always called me Sky. And then after college, I was Sky. No, in college and after college, I was Sky. Yeah. But since Jazz knows me as Diamond, she introduces me as Diamond, which is fine. I go by either way, but I go by Sky. Just that's just my, what rolls off my tongue. I met her in her transitional phase from Diamond to Sky. <laughs> she was changing uh, career career moves, career paths. She Go, College into career. College into career, mm-hmm. high school into college. Mm-hmm. I met her at that phase. So I do call her Diamond. Um, I'll, call me D. Oh, I can't think about it like that. Okay. okay. <laughs> I can't. No, irrelevant. Continue. <laughs> I, I only, it's like, what am I feeling? You know? Yeah. What am I feeling that day? Anyway, I've been wanting to start a podcast for a couple of years now. And uh, for myself, I always got confused on whether I wanted it to be just me, whether I wanted it to be a business podcast where I spoke with other like-minded individuals, entrepreneurs, specifically women, and you know, really ask them questions about their career, things like that. Um, and I've just been holding off on it for so long. And I never thought that Diamond would be interested in doing something like this because She's very, one, does not like being in the spotlight. She doesn't really like hearing her voice, seeing herself on video. And okay, <laughs> so let the airplane pass. Okay. I just realized you bought another candle. When did that get into the cash register? You must have put that there because I didn't put that out no, there No, I yet. did, but I'm like, wait, this is the one from CVS. <laughs> <laughs> like, did this follow us here? Dude, you're obsessed with candles. Candle. I thought I had an obsession with candles. You have an obsession when with candles. When you said, um, at CVS when we went to go look for deodorant, I thought you were going, um, are you buying another candle? But you didn't notice. So I was like, no, I'm going to go grab one. <laughs> Ran over there. Your obsession with candles is insane. Okay. No problem. So podcast for- Right. So I've been wanting to start one. And um, yeah, never thought Diamond would be down because she's not really into hearing her voice or really seeing herself on camera. Um, but she moved in with me recently and she was totally fucking down. So I was like, oh my God, let's do it. Let's come up with a podcast name. And 
if anything, it was really you that was like, hey, are you going to be serious about this? Let's get the icon. Let's like, let's make mm-hmm. this happen. And now here we are. A little backstory on that. Jazz obviously is an entrepreneur. I have a very entrepreneurial spirit. I'm in the corporate world though. And we, I, like, I like you putting it that way. Yeah. And we've had thousands of conversations about business ideas. Just like shooting the shit, whether it is we're casually on a dating app and we're like, we need to <laughs> think of a business idea to help spruce up these men's profiles because they're horrible. And I don't think they know that it's horrible. They, they probably don't. have no idea why, you know, they're not getting matches. And we thought of a business idea and then we thought of another one, another one, another threader entire friendship we've always thought of like we can do this together yeah and the podcast was finally something I think we genuinely made time for and Jazz is honestly my favorite person of any type of conversation with because we're so like-minded in Mm -hmm. a lot of things and we challenge our thought process like we're not the type of friends to be like you know what do you do whatever makes you happy we always add our own opinion to what we think the other person should do without judging it's more freely like okay look I know you want to see that guy However, just hear me out. He did do this <laughs> last did. week. Should and this, make, and this, and this. Should you make yourself that available? So I just think that a lot of things we talk about, other people could learn from and not make the same mistakes as we did. Or or even just like— I think even it's just our— conver- not to like toot our own horn or anything, <laughs> but I do think our conversations are very thought-provoking. Yes. Even just as a yes. listener. I think our conversations are just nice to listen to. Mm-hmm. Because even for myself, I, I go back and I'm like, oh, I really wish that I could replay that conversation mm-hmm. that we had just because we offer really insightful advice. Um, so yeah, whether it's, it's you know— um, wanting to be a part of it or learn from it mm-hmm. or just enjoying the entertainment of yeah, we <laughs> our get conversations. Freaking real. We get real, baby. So that was the the inspiration behind mm-hmm. the name. We spent so much time thinking about so many different names and uh we kind of settled on that one. But you know, we're really excited to be starting this. It's been um something we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, something I've been thinking about for the last several years. So to finally have the equipment, have the schedule down, mm-hmm. we're working on the logo by the time that this podcast goes up, we'll probably already have three or four episodes recorded. Um, and we really look forward to just creating content that uh, you guys can listen to when you're feeling down, when you need a distraction, when you have a long road trip, when you actually are seeking advice. We, we plan to bring so many different topics to the table. And just really want to make this a safe space for all listeners. But particularly, we have our women in mind, all ages. Um, We just want to be those people that you can just know like, fuck, I'm really trying to hear some real ass shit right now. Whether that's about if I brushed my teeth this morning or if I got rejected on a date, which happens a lot. I will say, I think with places like Instagram where people highlight the best versions of themselves, where they're face tuning pores off their face and making themselves a little bit skinnier. And, you know, we can all relate to wanting to be 10 pounds lighter. Something like this is like, oh, shit, she didn't brush her teeth this morning. Neither did I. I'm not alone. <laughs> she hasn't showered in three days. Fuck it, we're in quarantine. I'm not alone. Or depressed. You know, like, it's. I think it's refreshing to be so candid and authentic. And I get good energy from jazz to be able to feel like I can be so candid and authentic. So I think it's a... It's a very interesting chemistry we're bringing to the table. It's an interesting chemistry, totally. And I think like what's what me and Diamond always say about each other is that we are so similar, but we're so different. Mm-hmm. Diamond, not to bring astrology into it, but I'm bringing astrology into it. Diamond is through and through a Capricorn. 
Yes. She's an earth sign. She's grounded. She's very hardworking. Um, I will say some of the characterizations of her don't totally line up, but that's because her Sagittarius rising comes into the picture. Also, Cancer Moon. Very emotional at times. And all three of those things make sense to me. Yours makes sense too. Yeah. So for me, I'm a Leo. That's my sun sign. My moon is Aquarius and my rising is Cancer. Diamond is mouthing it to me because I always fuck it up. Because she thinks she's a Cancer moon. I'm like, no, I'm the Cancer moon and you're the Cancer I don't know why I always think I'm a Cancer moon. Like it's still, I'm still having a hard time accepting that. But, you know, with that, as Leo, I am somebody that does not so much as I'm getting older. I'm going to be 27 this year. I don't enjoy the limelight as much as I once did, but I have gotten very comfortable in it. So I know how to be in it. I guess that's a better way to put it. Mm -hmm. Whereas Diamond, you know, we just come from two completely different lives. We have the contrasting uh, astrology signs. Yin and yang. Yin and yang. 100%. Oh my God. That's really cute. Maybe we should get matching tattoos of yin and yang. I'm going to (laughs) cry. Is that tacky or no, is that cute? I think it's really cute. Or maybe like a moon in the other, you know. how? It, oh. Do you want me to pass out? <laughs> I'm going to pass out. Can we do that? We're also on a tattoo kick right now. Yeah, we are. Spontaneous we, tattoo kick. Well, we've been talking about getting matching yeah, tattoos for quite some time. That's really cute. I'd be down to do the moon. I'm, I'm down to do the fucking yin and yang. I'm down to do both. Which one? Wait, when you say like, the moon, what do you mean by that? Like, so there's a moon and then the other moon completes it. Like two adjacent moons, maybe? No? We'll think of it later. Okay, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Anyway, you know, contracting for contracting. Contact. Con- Contradicting. Contrasting is what I meant. Contrasting personalities. Uh, you know, Diamond, you come from the corporate world. Mm-hmm. You got your, your bachelor's in marketing. Like she said, entrepreneur spirit. And then I'm like the YouTube personality, um, you know, Basically, I mean, that in and of itself is you're going to get two completely different dynamics and personalities. And perspectives. And perspectives, yeah. So we, th- one of the things that we really want to do is eventually start, we've only been talking for 10 minutes. It feels like we've been talking for so much longer. I know. And you need to drink some more of your wine because my tequila is already done. Oh my God. I love tequila. Dude. Oh Holy my shit. God. Tequila is so good. Tequila just get tequila is that person where you're like, hi, I'm Sky. And they're like, hi, I'm Jazz. And I will tell you everything about my broken dreams <laughs> and my aspirations. Let's get right fucking to it. Whereas wine is like, oh, talk to me about your your interests. Yeah. You know, like, no, I like to get down into funny. level three of shit. You'd probably she's talking about we're not really strangers. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Um it's funny because you would probably assume that Diamond would be the one drinking the wine and I'd be the one drinking the tequila, no. but that is where her Sagittarius and my Aquarius comes out. <laughs> the Aquarius wants the wine. The Sagittarius rising wants the tequila. Oh, I guess that's my Cancer rising. See, I fucked that up again. But really cold tequila. I don't know if you guys ever just sipped on mm. really cold tequila. No chase, no mix, no nothing. Franny just can good do that. Franny tequila. Whew. It'll get the job done. Make it you feel will. loose and good and just relax. Yeah, Diamond's been talking about having tequila probably <laughs> since 12 o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> She's like, I just at some point, we just got to make sure I just get to drink tequila. I'm like, okay, let's clean the apartment. She's like, okay, tequila before or after? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Whatever, bitch. Yeah. Whatever. So to, to sum it all together, I'm 27 from the Bay Area, California, moved to New York for a year in some change for a job opportunity, ended up loving that experience, 
moved back home because of the pandemic. Talk about that. Talk about that job opportunity. Talk about what you learned. Yeah. Like, in what... I guess just what... Because, you know, we are getting real. Mm -hmm. Talk very transparently about some of those experiences in that corporate field. Some of the things that you love. Some of the things you didn't love. Why? Just right now? Yeah. Fuck Fuck it. it. In the intro? Fuck it. All right. Y'all getting to know me in episode (laughs) one. Okay. So... Um, Let them attach themselves to you. Okay. Attaching to the audience. So had no fucking idea. Much like everyone else in the world, what I'm learning. What I learned, you guys, at 27 years old, nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody really has a fucking idea on, you know, what they're really doing. And some people just have the skill to look like they have it all together when really they're freaking out inside. And as composed as people seem, nobody knows what they're doing. Mm. Everybody's winging it. I have not met one professional, very successful or not, that can admittedly say, yeah, I got this life shit down. I got this career shit down. I know what I'm doing. Can I just chime in and say, I com- I have been in denial of that for so long. Mm. And even now, if I hadn't heard what Mark Cuban said on how I built this podcast, I'd still be oh, like, are you sure? One? He did an episode. Yes. <sighs> it's amazing. And he literally that. says, he's like, I fuck up so many times. Like, I make mistakes all the time. Well, and you hear a billionaire say that, it's like, fuck, all but right. even your successful financial advisor, you Shane, know, hearing him say, Shane, like— shout out to you, Shane. If it makes me—he said verbatim, if it makes you feel any better, you know, I feel like I'm going to lose all my assets every single yeah. day. And because, I'm like, damn. So, so Shane is a financial advisor, but he realized that for him, you know, he's like, I hate the accounting, but I love interacting with people. And so I found a way to make both of those things work for me, and he's— but he's an entrepreneur. I mean, mm-hmm. you can call him an accountant, but he started his own um, accounting firm with his brother. And oftentimes I will call him and I'll have him on speaker so that Diamond can listen in too because he's just very mm-hmm. insightful and offers so much wonderful knowledge. But anyway, I'm sorry I had to interrupt you for that. Keep going. Oh, that's fine. So much like everyone else in the world, didn't know what I was doing after college. Didn't even know how to find my interest and my passions. I felt like I didn't have a passion. I couldn't identify it. And I was trying to recognize that I had a lack of a passion. So I was like, okay, you need a job. So I had a job. And then someone, a friend of a friend said, "Um, my friend works at this very well-known company that I think you might like. We're going to leave the company's name out of it. But I was like, I love that company. I use that company daily to do X, Y, and Z. Like, I would love to work there. I just think they're out of my league. And we'll get more into detail on a funny story about that (laughs) where literally stars align and, you know, it brought that opportunity back to me. Um, But I applied for the job, got it, had no idea what I was getting into, got the job, found out I loved sales. I ended up becoming very, very good at sales very quickly And then I started recognizing what my strengths were at a very early age. Like I was like 22 when I applied to that job. And I was like, wow, I'm good at talking to people. I'm good at listening to people. Diamond is amazing at those two things, very much so. I'm like, I'm good at identifying people's pain points. I'm good at making them feel like they're my best friend. Mm -hmm. And I'm good at, you know, being motivated by money and being number one. Like like Jess said, I'm very, and I recognize that about myself. I'm very, very hardworking. In anything I do, I have a very ambitious drive. I don't know where the fuck that comes from, but I do. Like, I want to be number one at everything. And that aligns very well with sales. And then I accelerated my career within the company and got the opportunity to move to New York City. 
which a big goal of mine, you can read in my notes, which I recommend everyone do. Like I used to do this Dear Sky on my note app in my iPhone where if I was on a plane ride somewhere or on a long drive and I was a passenger, I would do a quick like, Dear Sky, this is where you're at in life. You yeah, know? you're so good at doing stuff like that. I always hear her do that and I'm like, I'm going to do that. And then I fucking don't. But I think it's very cool that you do that because yeah. you get to look back and reflect yes. and see where you've gone since then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Funny thing is, one of the things I jotted down in 2015 was, mm-hmm. Dear Sky, are you still friends with Jazz? If you are, call her and tell you love her. No yeah, way. Yeah, I'll show you. Oh. But little things like that. And one of them always was, like, have you moved out of the Bay Area? Like, have you moved out of your comfort zone? Did you move to a new, like, state yet? So when I got the opportunity to move to New York City, I was like, there is no effing reason I can say no to this. It's so scary to think about moving away from your family, your friends, and everything you know. But I was like, there's the fact that there's no reason, I have to do it. And that was the driving force that made me move. It wasn't honestly the job. Like, the job got me there, right? But Mm. it, it was the, like, if I'm 40 years old telling my kids to go after their dreams and I couldn't even do it, then... You need to go fucking do it. Yeah. So I moved to New York City, you know, threw myself into work. Like, fuck, talk about, you know, throwing yourself into work in a city where no one is identified by anything but their job title. Yeah, right. And I never felt more stressed out in my life. I never thought about that. New York is totally a place where you're identified by nothing but your job title. But your job title. People go there to pursue dreams and make money. Wow. I forgot. I think I was telling JC this, maybe. Yeah, where I was like, New York was a very individualistic experience for me where everyone I met was an individual with their own dreams. Whereas, And correct me if I'm wrong, because you've obviously lived in LA longer than I have. Living in LA, it's very like group focused or like, you know, friend group focused. Whereas I feel like- I think it's only because you've been around my friends. Everyone out here is totally different too. That's true. But- I think that you just, I, I make it a point to surround myself with content creators and stuff just because they fucking get it. But then I think about the TikTok people and they have like groups of friends. And oh I feel yeah, like, you know? totally. That's just because it works. But that's, that's all I, in the content creation world though. Yeah. Okay. You know, there's people in LA that aren't content creators. There yeah, are actors, true. there's artists, there's I guess surgeons. Very true. You know, it's just you're meeting those people because of me. Yeah. I guess in New York, it was very lone wolf mm. vibes. Like very lone wolf and I loved it though. Like you can, it's like a movie. You know, you can leave your apartment at two a.m. and the wor- and the city still pop in. People are still going to bars. Oh, I did love that when we yeah. went out, and it was you were like bars don't close till four. I was like, what? People are not are like going out at one a.m. Yeah, they're starting know? their night. At Literally 1 starting their night at one a.m. and it was so cool. the best experience ever because as someone that didn't know, I moved there not knowing anybody, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to test my people's skills and I'm going to see if I can make friends and I'm going to see if I can do this. And I did it. And the only reason I moved back was because the pandemic happened and the freaking Panda Express. Panda Express showed up and showed out. So I moved back home. But what what would you say were some takeaways of growing with that company? Oh. Give me like two pros and two cons. Of of the company specifically? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Doesn't get me in trouble. You, oh well. <laughs> you have to kiss your boss's ass. Oh, facts. You I was the type of person where I was like, I'm gonna figure it out on my own. You don't need to help me. I'll prove to you that I could be number one by myself. Learned very fucking quickly that no <laughs> one cares how hard I work if I'm not producing the numbers. And it doesn't matter if I'm staying in the office until 9 p.m. If my numbers aren't above, you know, the number one person in the org, then no one gives a shit. So in order to do that, I needed to ask the right people how to like put better people on my team. I was also a manager. 
a sales manager. So a lot of that was political and, you know, I needed to really, really grow strong relationships with the leaders that I worked for, even if I didn't agree or like them, you know, that's not what really matters at the end of the day in the corporate world. You don't really need to be liked. You need to be respected and you need to prove yourself and liking each other is a huge benefit. So I started there. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make my boss love me. And and good thing is that he was very easy to like as well. He was a very laid back, funny guy. I just never tried to foster that relationship. So once him and I became on the same page of liking each other, then it was easier for me to be like, by the way, we'll call him Bob. Bob, I kind of <laughs> need a new person on my team who's a high performer. So would you say that that was a pro or a con having to kiss ass? I don't think it's... I think, you know, in the game of life, you're always going to need people to help you mm-hmm. get to the next level. And you can't do it on your own all the time. So I would say that was a pro. Otherwise, I'd probably live the rest of my life like, I don't need help from anybody. Yeah. I'm going to do it on my own. Yeah. When really, get your ego out of it and ask for help. You know, Ask for help professionally. Ask for help from people who are doing better than you. Ask help from people who are more experienced than you. Yeah. And I guess I guess that was a pro. It yeah. was a hard pro because because initially it sounds like a con, but yeah. it ended up being kind of like your golden ticket. Yeah, where it's like if I ever need a mentor moving forward, I know the initial stage is like I want, I need you to like me. Yeah, so you are going to give me Jeez. time. You That's know, crazy. I mean, it makes sense, but yeah. that is that is interesting. It feels a bit culty. It is. It's kind of just like, damn, I have to do this. But I, I've been a part of a job where it had a very cult-like atmosphere. So I know that it feel, you feel kind of bad saying it, but that is, I, I, that's a thing in many yeah. workplaces is culty uh, teams and yeah, seniority that yeah. gets thrown into all of it. It's just a good shit. thing that Shane said the other day that really put things in perspective for me was. Bear in mind, guys, Shane has no idea that Diamond is listening to these conversations. She doesn't. I'm like rooting for like on the she's bed. Like, you know, like, she's like, you know, she's like, Shane said something just so great the other day. I'm like, oh, what, what is Shane Shane say? said, recognize where you are in the food chain. Mm, facts. Shane did say, I'm going to send him this first episode. He's yeah. going to be like, who is this Diamond Shane, by gal? the way, I bullet point all my notes, things that you she said did. throughout the entire conversation because I want to save it for me. With, for, I'll share with... We'll have a Shane... <laughs> we'll have a Shane, ca- Shane cast. Shane cast. We'll probably have Shane on here at some point. Dude, he, Shane would be an excellent person to have on Excellent life mentor. Yes. Another thing that I'm searching for in life are life mentors. And I recommend it because on the topic of kissing ass to people who can get you a step higher in life... It's important to find a life mentor that cares about you, like fucking Shane cares about jazz. Yeah, Shane's amazing. You know, he he's really not is. just an accountant. He's someone that will sit on the phone with her on a Saturday night and tell her, like, you're a badass, boss-ass bitch for 26 years old. And it's important to get people who are doing better than you in life to say that to you because I do believe that it's true. The only people that talk shit about you Ooh. are people who are doing worse than you in life. Ooh. Right? I love that. Because the people who are doing better than you don't care where you are. Oh my God. You know what I mean? That gives me so much insight on all of the people that have ever trash talked me on like those little hate threads. Oh, yeah. Or, that is nice. The only people that trash talk you are the ones who are not doing, where you're at. Or doing better than you. Because who have you met that's doing better than you that's like, you're doing bad. Yeah. No, they recognize the work that you're putting in and they're like, you'll get there, girl. Just keep doing it. Wow. You know? Totally. Like I Kenya. Kenya probably Kenya, has the best thing to realtor. say about you. She's amazing. You know, Called her today too. 
I do feel like I've, in the last couple of years of living in Los Angeles, I've really created my network and my team of people that make running my business smoother and more safe because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can be a little crazy. Um, but yeah, guys, I'll give you a little background on me too if you guys are new. Um, so Diamond, you got kind of an idea with her and you, you'll learn more about us as this podcast continues. You will, trust me, you will find out so much shit about us that you do not need to know. My family and friends probably won't know half the things that you guys will hear first. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Same. So they're like, what? You drink tequila at... <laughs> 3 p.m. because you have Didn't you anxiety? Just say that, did you just say that you weren't going to be drinking? <laughs> I the other day was like, these bitches, we, me, my sister, and who was the other one? Vane. Vane. Diamond was saying, you know, me, my sister, Vane, we all said that we were going to have a dry march so that we can lose some weight before we go to Joshua Tree, da 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 And as she's saying, she she sees on both their stories, she's like, Joanna's fucking taking a shot. Vane's drinking a glass of wine. I'm like, Diamond. She's like, oh my God. I'm like, you just took a shot of tequila. <laughs> you just took a fucking I shot did. of tequila. I did. <laughs> tequila, I'm done with wine. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Dude, I mean, right when you met me, I was drinking wine. Wine oh my God, was my yeah, go-to. You, you got into wine younger than like, like you're the youngest wine drinker I ever met. <laughs> wine. I'm like, dude. I'm we, classy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and now I'm you're like, drink, pour you're, up the tequila, you're make you're sure drinking, it's frozen. You're drinking fucking barefoot Chardonnay. <laughs> no, literally. Shit. Shit. You're dude, like, I'm classy. Literally. Okay, sorry. So anyways, yes, that's my story. Just to just to end it, after the pandemic, the Panda Express, the Panini, whatever. Okay. Moved back home to the Bay Area. Me and Jazz always talked about moving together. Yep. So then moved back, or me and Jazz always talked about moving in together and then- For years. Years. And then I was like, okay, my three options, stay in the Bay Area, move back to New York City, move to LA. By the way, I quit my job <laughs> in New York City, so <laughs> I wouldn't have anything to be going back. By the way, I just realized I didn't add an I am unemployed. <laughs> so yeah, New York, LA, and the Bay, and financially- Speaking and spiritually speaking, and where I was leaning more towards was Los Angeles with Jazz. So now I'm here, and She's that's that. Here, so yeah, Jazz, take it away with your story because I can listen to Jazz's story forever because I've been a part of she a has, lot of the adult years of it. She really has. Um, so I'll keep it short and sweet, but essentially, you know, I've been obsessed with content creation since I was probably. 11 years old, you know, before I had a camera that didn't even record audio, I would record these little short videos. Yeah. So started um, making videos really young on my webcam and on my little, you know, tiny little point and shoot camera and uh, got into beauty videos that never really went anywhere. But I really did try. I put a lot of effort into those videos. And then um, in 2015, I started a fitness channel. And my whole goal was it was I originally wanted to be a bikini competitor, which if you guys, I feel like it's not really as big as it used to be back in 2016, but at that time it was taking the world by storm. So I just started that and I remember our our mutual friend, Brendan, um, I had talked to him and I was like, I feel like I need to wait. You know, I'm not even fit. I'm literally just an average girl. And he was like, no, dude, fuck it. Start now just have fun, just do it. So honestly, I do have to give him so much props because I don't think I would have started that channel at that time or probably ever if he hadn't told me to. Really? Oh yeah. I I probably still have the DMs. I think he deleted his Instagram now, but I have the DMs of him saying, 
don't bitch out. Just start now. Take people on the journey of like. I you, didn't know that he. Yeah. Dude, because when I met Brent, or me and Brent have been friends since high school, but he's how me and Jazz met. Yeah. And I remember we were working out and he said, I have a friend named Jazz and I just know her channel is going to take off. And it's because of him that I started he never, it. He never took credit for like pushing no. you to do it. Because to, to be fair, I had already wanted to do it, mm. but it really was. He was one of, my brother too played a huge role, but Brendan, I remember, I was like, I don't know, you know, like you're so fit and I'm going to look so dumb. And he's like, no, just do it. And I was like, fuck, you're right. I'm going to do it. So anyway, I started that channel and I think I got in at a really good time because there was no one doing it yet. Everyone was just watching Nikki and Daniel and Bailey and like Chelsea lives. Um, So that channel kind of took off because I got into such a little like niche topic Long story short, literally, let me summarize the last six years of my YouTube career. Um, I quickly realized that I had so much more to offer aside from fitness and um, that I had other aspects of my personality that I wanted to show, whether it was through advice, whether it was through clothing hauls, vlogs, you know, um, food videos, trying new things. And um, so my channel was directionless and has been directionless for a long time and started to kind of gain its own direction in the last couple of months. And I love it. You know, I've been doing YouTube full time for six years. I quit my job after a couple of months of doing YouTube and never in a million years did I think, one, that it would actually be profitable. I think I just wanted to have people that watched my videos. And then once I realized, you know, the money that can come into it, the brands that you get to work with and all of that, um, I definitely would say I'm living my dream. I Never, never, oh my God, yeah, never in a million years did I think this would happen. I think it's nice sometimes to take a step back and realize uh, the progress that I've made because Diamond knows more than anyone that I am incredibly hard on myself and will downplay almost all of my achievements. Um, But I think right now in this moment, for some reason, it feels very profound to think about the progress that I've made. Um, since starting because, you know, I was so lost when I first started YouTube. And to see where I'm at now, I own my own home. I have my two dogs. Um, you know, I run now three YouTube channels <clears throat> alongside my Instagram. Um, so I feel very blessed. And a boutique. Oh, gosh. And my boutique. And a podcast. And a podcast. <laughs> I do a lot. And I just bought a brand new car. And I just bought a brand new car. <laughs> Let's not forget. <laughs> and honestly, if it were up to me, I'd still be doing even more. I just simply don't have the time and I'm not successful enough to be like, oh, I'll just throw 10,000 into that, 10,000 into that and let it mm-hmm. hire people to do it. I'm not there yet. I want to be very involved um, and I don't want to risk <laughs> financial gains like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, so so that gives you a better idea of who we are and you guys are going to see very quickly our dynamic, and you guys have already seen it today. Wait, let me also add, oh, sorry, go, go. just to chime in. Jazz and I are also from very small towns, mm. and we both have in common of moving to big cities. Yes. So that's a topic we're going to discuss. If you live in a small town, you're trying to learn how to move to a city and how much money you should save, what you should expect. I mean, I lived in San Francisco, New York, and now LA. Jazz has lived in LA successfully for like four years yeah. from a very small town in Northern California. And I'll never forget the day that you moved to LA. Like, I'll never I forget either. me, you, and your aunt yep. in the house in Antioch, <laughs> yeah. standing there, and you're just like writing down religiously oh. how much it would for be for light, how much it would be for groceries, how much yeah. it would be like so meticulous on an itemized list of what her monthly cost in life would be. And I was scared. Oh my God, I was so, so scared. scared. She's like, this is how much I know I'm going to make and this is how much I can potentially make. And I was like, 
girl, you just got to do it. So yeah, we'll get into more details on that, but small town girls that moved to big cities and we somehow fucking survived. And and it's crazy because we really only lived close to each other for maybe a year of our friendship. Yeah, we were and always long distance lovers. The last six years have been long distance. Yeah, this is my long distance love affair that yeah. finally lives in close corridors. And um, that's what I was going to say is that you guys are going to really see our dynamic yeah. uh, on this podcast because when I say like I, you know, I didn't get to grow up with sisters. Diamond has two. Um, she has two little brothers, but I feel like Diamond is like a sister for me, and I feel so lucky to have someone like her in my life. So I just think you guys are going to be able to, I hope, I hope I should say, that you guys are going to be able to feel really comfortable here and really feel like you're a part of a safe group of just two girls who fucking love each other and love you guys and want to be here for every question you guys have, every mm-hmm. step you're taking in your life. Uh, we want to be a part of that. So... Um, we're going to get ready to end this. I will say we do really want to start an advice segment. So mm. uh, we're going to create an email that is going to be in the show notes, uh, which I don't even know how to set up now, but by the time this goes up, there will be show notes. Um, and we will include that and you guys can submit your little questions there and we will- Not little, big sorry. life questions. Yeah, your little questions. Sorry, that's not a kind of condescending, <laughs> huh? Like, submit your little questions. No, your big yes. questions that you have left unanswered that Whether, maybe we've experienced or just our fucking thoughts. Yeah, love, career, family, sexuality. We're here for all of it. We want to be a part of it. Um, so again, that will be in the show notes and definitely will be mentioned in our next episode. So thanks so much, guys, for listening to our first Let's Get Real episode. We loved doing this. Mm-hmm. Especially with a little bit of tequila. Especially with a little tequila and wine. Um, but that's it, guys. We'll catch you guys in our episode next week. Have an amazing rest of your night, day, evening, whatever time of day it is, and we'll see you guys then. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.